I'm Dr. Jeff Meldrum, and you're listening to Squatch Talks Podcast. Thank you for squatching. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. You're listening to Squatch Talks Podcast. Real stories and real encounters told by real researchers. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Squatch Talks Podcast. How's everybody doing tonight? I'll tell you, it's kind of miserable out there, so hopefully, well, Cold, might be wet, okay. <laughs> sloppy. <laughs> might be okay by the time this airs, but <laughs> who knows, right? Yeah, today sucked. It did. It did indeed. But even that didn't keep me from getting out into the Pine Barrens, at least for a short period, and uh, checking things out with Heather, mm-hmm. and making a little video up, and then, then heading back to shelter. So Shelter. Yes, I'm quite jealous of the fact that I can't get out and do things yet. Well, soon enough, my friend, you will be. We will be, okay? We will. We'll be be making new adventures very soon. But speaking of adventures... Yes. I I got to head out to see Eric Mintel Investigates presentation at the Cherry Hill Public Library last night. And the funniest thing, you know me, I'm, I'm usually very punctual... And I thought it started at 7.30. So I got there at like 7.15. I was ready out of the car with Heather, you know, walking in. And we asked the uh, the person at the desk. They give us directions down to the conference room. And I hear something coming through the doors. And there's a woman standing by the door. It already started at 7 o'clock. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wanted to make an entrance. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> so, of course, I went up the side. Gave Eric a, a, a smack and said hello to Dominic. And then we went and took our seats. But what was playing was the New Jersey Pine Barrens Bigfoot episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk in and there's art on the screen. And Eric's <laughs> wife, Heather, responded with a <laughs> source. And she's like, there. oh, hello. Hello, it's me. It's, they do love me. <laughs> Famous. <laughs> so, yeah, we sit down. And it's funny because I had spoken to one of my vendors who makes my uh, Helon spray, the homeopathic thing that I use, right, to keep my vocal cords uh, nice vocal and fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they're sitting in the front row. Oh, and, yeah? Yeah. So the video ends. You know, we're sitting there watching it with everybody. About 50 people showed up. Nice. Good turnout. Yeah. And a great, great place to have it, too. Two screens. Got the... Uh, uh, lavalier mics even he had you know the handheld mic but something we should talk about doing and i did find out about it but anyway video <laughs> ends and they turn the lights up and he says and we have a special guest in the audience tonight <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking around like who eric cool. spinner <laughs> eric spinner is here <laughs> and his wife heather <laughs> stand <Wow>. up eric <laughs> that's awesome yeah so Gave me a little cred. And then they took a little question and answer period, you know, Mm -hmm. which I chimed in a little bit. I tried not to take over. And then they went into another video that they made about the uh, the haunting at a uh, tavern in Pennsylvania. Okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which was really cool. Is that Spinner's Town? Not Um, Spinner's Town. That wasn't the one he said it was. I like anyway, Spinnerstown, though. Yeah. Yeah. To go there. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. But no, it was, a, it was another episode that him and Dominic did with mm-hmm. a, a tavern that had some history and some hauntings. 
And then afterwards, again, a few questions, and then they wrapped it up. It was about, you know, 8.30, I guess, when it's, when it ended. Um, Got a couple of shirts. Mm-hmm. Nice, huh? Eric Mintel yeah. investigates. Even has a, a UFO with Picking a Picking up a squat, yeah. Huh? Right. I like them, yeah. And on the back, it says, uh, on the watch for Squatch. Yeah, they're they're nice shirts. I like it. So after I got one, Heather's like, I want one. (laughs) So, but yeah, Eric hooked us up. And so great to see him, you know. And as I'm watching them doing the presentation and, and I'm thinking about what you and I had spoken about last week, right? Yeah. My idea. Mm hmm. I thought, hmm. Mm-hmm. On one hand, having the ladies, right, wouldn't be bad. Bigfoot loves the ladies. Yes. <laughs> but then I'm thinking to myself, this guy would be good. We already work well together. We already, <laughs> yeah. We've already, you know, done it. Yeah. And his editing skills far exceed mine. <laughs> So, I'm thinking about pitching him an idea. And again, I'm not putting it out into the universe yet, folks. No. Okay? Nathan knows what I'm talking about, though. And uh, that could be something uh, that we'll need to sit down and talk about. What do you think? You think he'd be interested? Oh, yeah. He he already said he was. (laughs) Oh, you already talked to him? No, no, no. I just said I have an idea. Oh, okay. Okay. I said, I'm not putting it into the universe. <laughs> okay, then. But yeah, as we were leaving, as I, after I said goodbye and met the MUFON guys, it was Jesse was there from MUFON, Philadelphia. Okay. So as we were getting ready to split, Heather and I, um, he was like, call me. <laughs> so hopefully, yeah, we'll be talking. And hey, who knows? Just having a great team is always a good thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? And we love... You know, networking with him anyhow, and, and yeah. Dominic. I would guys. love love to go out and do some ghost stuff with them. Totally. I would love to go out and do some squatching with them too. The interesting is though, and this is a point they brought up when they do their investigations, because Dominic is a spirit medium. Yeah, they don't use much technology. They don't do the REM pod, the K two meters. They did use an EMF meter in this episode. Okay, mm-hmm. and they were well, measuring that. Yeah. I agree. I'm just saying, this is how they go about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's um, probably proven himself against all that equipment, which is probably why they stopped using it. Probably that, and also the equipment may disrupt his ability also. It might. You know yeah. what I mean? But usually, I mean, and I'm not speaking like For I know him, or anything right. by any stretch, but I know other people that have you, they start out ghost hunting. Everybody's doing it the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, you see this guy do that. You see this person do that. But I know even with just with working with my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. you know, and Crystal, like you don't need that piece of equipment anymore because they're walking next to you, you know, and you, you've proven it time and again that these things happen. Like Crystal, they're feeling sick, you know, what, what kind of parent gets excited when their child says, I don't feel good. I want to go back to the camper. Yes. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> but right? again, that like you don't need a I don't need a thermal at that point to know they're close by. Mm. True. And the thermal, like I've said before, isn't yeah. necessarily something I rely on. 
Right, because as you know, we've had instances where we've heard things and lifted up the therm and have seen nothing, and then yeah. got home and seen things on the on the footage. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't rely on them. I feel like they take the guesswork out of it if something maybe threatening is nearby. You know, at least you can tell if there's a bear or something. You know, that can do harm to you. I'm Paul Patterson Jr., and you're watching Squatch Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for squatching. I I like them for the other way. What way? Eh, it was just a mouse, or mm. eh, it was just a squirrel. Guess look, what? Yeah, it's a kitty. <laughs> it happened to me in art once, where we were coming back after one of our hikes back to where we had set up a base camp. And we picked up something on Therm, and we got a little the heart racing thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and turned out to be a bunny rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm gonna tell funny stories like that. First time we go out in the woods after Salt Fork, okay? Tira and I, we come back, we go to my aunt and uncle's cabin. We're professional squatchers now, people. We went out once, you know. <laughs> So we know what we're doing. We wait till about 11 o'clock at night, and it's just the two of us. At my aunt and uncle's cabin, where I've been hundreds of times, we go walking down the trail, and we're all, you know, professional squatchers. And we sit there for about 20 minutes. We both start getting kind of creeped out, and we go walking back up the road. And I stopped her, and I said, that isn't where that reflector should be. We saw this bright thing with our headlamps it was this bright red thing i'm like thinking back you know um, we're looking at this bright red thing and i thought oh my god that's not where the reflector's supposed to be and that's at the wrong spot if so something's looking at us what the hell is it it's this big red thing of course when you think about it a little later it was the bright red thing because my red headlamp was on it but as it we're looking at it and I'm thinking, oh man, what is this? And we're both getting all creeped out. And then it finally steps forward and it's a deer. And we're both like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I can't but, tell you how many times that's happened. Yeah. Whew. And, and it wasn't a very big deer either. And it freaked me out. Exactly. It was just way closer than I thought it was. Yeah. That's the God. weird part about being out at night with them red headlamps, man. Well, and like you've said before that, you know, being out there looking for ghosts is great, but it doesn't have that, that amount of fear that I have found compared to squatching. You know, when you're out there, especially if you're out there by yourself, apart from the group, right. And you're standing in complete darkness, right. It, It gets, it gets unnerving and you get your heart rate going for sure. Any critter can come out and grab you at that point. And it, it's possible. I know I've been in positions of, you know, places in like BC where I did not feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And the thought goes through your mind like something could just lift you up and take you away. And they're big out there, you know? So there's lots of stories. And, and speaking of stories, I yes. got this I got this book from you, The Locals yes. by Tom Powell, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a... Uh, it says right on the front, a contemporary investigation of the Bigfoot Sasquatch phenomena. Mm-hmm. Now, Tom is one of these investigators. He was a, a curator for the BFRO early on, 
Okay. So he he goes way back with Matt and the whole the whole organization. There's a lot of interesting things in this book. I'm I'm almost done with it now. Um and the way he goes about it, I'll tell you, it's very well written. I will I will say he's a very good writer and a lot of interesting stuff. There's some there's also some encounters, you know, he puts in people's encounters and some mm-hmm. ab- habituation type stuff. He also has a, a, a just finished the uh, chapter with the UFO connection and what okay. his thoughts are on that. It goes into also the uh, Skookum cast, how that mm-hmm. came about, and he was part of it. Him and Rick. Uh, oh, God. What was Rick's last name? I forget now. <laughs> He's been on Monster Quest and other shows, but yeah unbelievable though some of the some of the things i've i've read in here you know and he mentions a lot of a lot of people in here ray crow so one of the things was the i just want to find the correct name give me one battle creek or or battle mountain nevada there was a fire do you remember hearing about that where they the firefighters came upon a uh hair-covered individual this this occurred on august 7th 1999 i remember yeah. hearing about this story before and he goes into great detail about it here okay yeah. the interesting thing is it, well i mean i don't know if everybody knows about this but there was an animal wounded by the fire moving on all fours like a bear more like an ape and firefighters captured the animal con- you know contacted a local vet and a medical doctor so they gave they gave medical attention. They tranquilized and moved it to an unknown location. This individual who came out and and told the BFRO about it was one of the uh, personnel on on hand that day. Okay, um, but there's some there's some really compelling information that was sent to the BFRO's website on August eighth, right? And uh, the person who was investigating it was after about 10 days of not hearing back from the individual going to, you know, just kind of end it there, right? And say that it was uh, unreportable. But then he was able to talk with this individual for about 70 minutes, okay? And he maintained anonymity, all this stuff. So... It's just real brief. Approximately 20 people were in the immediate vicinity of the incident. All were debriefed and informed in no uncertain terms that this incident was not to be discussed. There, <laughs> has, there has not been a word about this the incident at the BLM fire. HQ, he's very concerned about keeping his job and says he would not look forward to taking a lie detector test. He created an email address exclusively for reporting the incident. So he goes into a really really great detail about the different agencies that were there i mean the story is fascinating right and i remember hearing about this that they airlifted a squatch i thought this was at saint helens there's another story i think that i'm confusing with saint helens when mount saint helens erupted i think one was airlifted out of there as well okay so you know the chapter's big brother it's of course like you were saying last week about the guy who oh no that wasn't you ah that was Eric Mintel last night. Wow. <laughs> he was talking about an individual who he's interviewed who had access to the Pentagon. And I've said this. He was walking down the hallway and he saw a door that said Bigfoot Research on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, 
So, like we always talk about, does the government know? Are they yep. keeping it a secret? You know, they're, yep. they're releasing little tidbits about UFOs mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The patient, this is the the individual they were helping, is described as being about seven feet tall. Uh, and they call this individual, uh, the person reporting it, Marty was the name they gave him. Doesn't give a weight estimate. Most of the body is covered by brownish hair, about two inches in length. No gray hairs are evident. There are no mats noted in the coat. There is an odor about the patient. It is not an especially obnoxious odor. He said it is similar to a strong equine odor. The head is not sloped. The forehead is heavy boned. The lips large but human-like. The ears human-like and tight to the head with the earlobe attached, not dangling. The teeth were yellow, but he couldn't comment on the wear. The patient is strong-jawed. He could not remember the color of the eyes, but thought they might be brown. The head is about two times the size of a human head. There is hair on the face, but not on the palms or soles of the feet. There is great bulk to the patient, but there is no fat. He said his observations of the form of the body did not match with that film with the one running in the woods, Patterson film, right? Mm -hmm. And he called that film a probable hoax. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, very interesting. The the reason I'm getting at this is because having access, as we do, to the BFRO's database, right? Mm -hmm. I thought, well... After I got done reading, let me go on and, and see if this report is in the in the flat still. Could not find it. Mm-hmm. And I looked up all different, you know, ways of doing it. Obviously, it's not in Nevada. <laughs> but, right. but while I was in there, I was interested to find some other reports. Because I don't really read reports so much from Nevada. No. You know what I mean? Or other parts of the state. I focus mainly on our region Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it was interesting to go in and actually read some of the reports that that came in early on yeah i never went back that far yeah and so uh i i must have gone to bed at like 1 30 after after staying up reading (laughs) reports (laughs) but it's pretty cool having that that ability for us to go in and check things out you know and i also looked up the list of the uh researchers oh yeah i've done that a couple times have you done that yeah that's a long list over (laughs) 700 yeah and some names on there that you know pretty impressive like john biggernagel john green Mm -hmm. i bet you don't know john green's middle name no it's john w green is it willith willith it's not william it's willith i think John Willith Green. Of course, it had all the addresses and stuff, too. And I'm like, oh, man, they're not around anymore. So that doesn't do much for us. But, but yeah, there's a bunch of people in there. And, and a lot of people, of course, you and I both know. <laughs> and I saw some names that, of course, we've sponsored to get in, you know, yeah. which was kind of neat. But, yeah, just just some interesting stuff most people don't have access to. You know what I mean? So, Figured we'd talk a little bit about that. Now, but, speaking of last week's show, we had some comments on there about how the forest is getting bigger up north and whatnot. That's that's great news. I'm glad to hear that. 
the did you read that comment i can't remember who wrote it right now i should i should have had it written down yeah i wanted to talk about it and i forgot to yeah i think rt commented on that one yeah yeah that's great that the that the the forests are getting bigger I gl- i'm glad to hear reports like that that's huge absolutely save the forest you know? save the sasquatch <laughs> it's like save the cheerleader remember that <laughs> <laughs> the hell was that called heroes that was that was a pretty crappy show but i uh yeah no i appreciate the comments especially especially uh favorable ones but we we appreciate your ideas mm-hmm. and uh, we forgot at the beginning of this this episode to to appeal to our viewers to please share and like and yeah subscribe subscribe please and if you're checking us out on uh you know, pod podcasts like Spotify or iHeart, Apple Tunes, any of those types of platforms, please follow and rate if possible. We appreciate it. Helps us grow the channel and hopefully will allow us to continue to do this. That's right. <laughs> oh, real quick. I just mm. remembered. I'm not drinking my black rifle coffee tonight, as you can tell. So I'm not quite all there. Eddie Bars is having a sale, Valentine's Day sale. There you go. Got to smell good. 10 to 15% off all their, their products. And I got an email from them and it listed discount codes you could use. Uh-huh. Guess who guess who's on the bottom of the list? STP 10. You got it. So all don't right. forget to like our friends at yetibars.net and use that code STP 10 at checkout. <laughs> uh, That's cool. They're he's really they're really great people. Indeed. I can't wait until our bar is ready. I you know, know, it's funny. I was here at the store today and I got a call. Well, Tracy took the call, but I think it was from Mike, Mike Rufo, who's been watching us, asking if the Squatch Talks coffee was ready. I mean, like if I had it in yet. I'm like, <laughs> no, I said last week I was talking to them. <laughs> well, they're getting excited. That's nice, right? That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So I better move my ass and get that get that set up, you know, mm-hmm. talk to Jesse. And uh, get that going. But, That's right. Hey, at least I got to get a shirt last night. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. I want an, an Eric Mantel shirt. We'll now. get you one. We'll get you one. I'll text him when we're done here. I want a shirt, too. They only had large. <laughs> I won't fit in a large. I know. So that's why I didn't get you one. I don't even think the hole would be big enough for my melon. They only had large. Look, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm swimming in it. <laughs> <laughs> I can use it for layers, but uh, yeah, there you go. Anyway, it was great to see Eric and Dominic and all the people that came out. That interesting questions, and cool. I'm sure I'm sure he'll have more videos. In fact, he's got a video coming out. I think this week, yeah, with his very talented editing skills. And of course, you can also catch Eric Mintel, uh, his jazz quartet, and they are performing still. So mm-hmm. look them up. At their uh, Facebook page. Okay. Check them out on Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell them Eric and Nathan sent you. I'm going to keep it shorter tonight. Right, Nathan? Yeah. Well, I thought we were trying to do that. I think we're going to try to do that. We have to uh, reevaluate our, our terms with uh, our streaming platform and see which one we're going to go with for the upcoming year. But, hey, it's been a year and our contract's expiring. So That's right. <laughs> But I did hook us up on StreamYard as a freebie for right now. I saw that. 
So we could try StreamYard. I don't know. I'm kind of used mm-hmm. to the Zoom. I don't know. I mean, banners. You, yeah. you, you want banners. You want to be, you want to have the ability. That would be to, cool. Yeah. I can't disagree with you. StreamYard was made for streamers. Mm-hmm. Thanks for squatching. Thanks for checking out this episode of Squatch Talks Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and give us a like. And stay tuned for more exciting stories on Squatch Talks. That's like pulling teeth with me, isn't it? Welcome back. <laughs> just time to start. We never said welcome back to Squatch Talks Podcast. How's everybody hey. doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for something else. I don't know. Hey, you why. know me. I'm just I'm yeah. just chilling. We got some nice comments on that last live stream we did with the uh keeping it 18 minutes. <laughs> right. You know? At least it was only 18 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a hint. <laughs> this is enough to put together an episode though. You know what I mean? Good. Okay. It it's just us talking squatch. And mm-hmm. you know. Occasionally, if we have a guest or whatever, then we'll make it longer. Right. I'm good with that. You cool with that? 100%. Throw in a live stream maybe once a month. Right. I'm good with that. Okay. I thought we'd keep it short. You know what I mean? That's a little bit of stuff we can use as far as bonus material. On the watch for Squatch. There you go. Huh? He's beating Uh us at our own game, damn it. I know, right? And they're nice, too. But, yeah, this is a, this is a, a, a picture on this shirt. That mm-hmm. an artist made of them out in the field, and there's a Bigfoot. There's like a, I don't know. That's cool. It's got them on here, but I'm no. I'm excited about doing stuff with him. Isn't that a great idea, though? Yeah. Are you excited? I am. I also brought down the locals by Tom Powell. That's I'm the one in, you borrowed from me. I'm almost done with it. Yeah. Took care of all family business today. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was you, Fredo. <laughs> uh, every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. Yeah. Us taking Eric Mintel out into the thing. And, they, and of course, there's that part where he says, Dominic, Dominic was more f- as, as scary as the Pine Barrens was. I was more afraid in Wisconsin. I went, <laughs> <laughs>